Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to give you eight reasons why you tend to quit so quickly when it comes to your diet or your weight loss and health expedition. But before you shut this podcast down right now, because you don't want to hear these reasons, with every single reason that I'm going to give you, all eight of them, I'm going to explain to you how you can actually work through them and continue pushing forward to be successful. So before I do that, if at any point you feel like you have learned from this podcast, please please don't be shy to drop me a rating or a review. And at any point you feel like someone else will learn from it, please share it with them, whether it be your auntie, your uncle, your sister, your brother, your work colleague, spread the love. Reason number one, and this is a biggie, you think failure is final. You, me, we, all of us need to accept or acknowledge and accept the fact that there are going to be micro failures on this journey. We can't have this journey be successful if there aren't those micro failures. You need to fall. You need to pick yourself up from that fall so that you can proceed forward. If you continue lying down once you have fallen, that is when you have failed. When you pick yourself up and you learn from that failure and you say, shit, why did I fall? Did I trip over a rock? Was there something in the way? So that next time you know, cool, this is why it happened and this is how I can work on it. If you don't fail, how will you ever learn? I'll repeat that. If you don't fail, how will you ever learn? You have to give yourself the grace to fail. Winston Churchill once said, success is all about going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. You also need to look at the things that you label as failures, for example. So, Let's just say you go over your calories by 500 on one day. Many people will label that as a failure and be like, oh, well, chuck it in the fuck it bucket and let's not do this anymore because I failed on one day. But there's six fucking days that you have been successful. So you need to look at the way you use the word failure as well. Maybe it was a hiccup. Yeah, you went over your calories. How can you rectify it as you move forward? I remember in matric, I think it's your mock matric exams, the ones you write just before your final exams in matric. I failed my biology. Oh, it was crazy. I think I got like 28% for biology. And I remember going home and I just looked at my mom. Obviously, I was like, yeah, what ifs? And she just said to me, she's like, Mandy, you have to learn the things that you don't know. You can't give up now. For you to pass, you have to learn these things. And she sat me down and she went through everything that I was struggling with. And she made those weaknesses my strengths. In all fairness, she is a qualified university lecturer for botany and zoology. So it just so happened that her daughter was struggling with biology. But that's the thing. We worked on all the areas that I struggled on, the areas that led to the failure. Had I given up, I would have never, ever passed matric because of biology. You know, there were some other things as well. Maybe I would have passed matric. Who knows? But I focused on 
everything that I struggled with so that I did not fail that biology test again. And that's exactly, just so by the way, I know you guys are probably interested now. I ended up passing biology with, I think, 65% or something like that. Thanks, mom. But it just goes to show is in that moment when you fail, you have two options. You either quit and you stop doing what you were doing or you continue pushing forward and you focus on what you struggled with and you try and get stronger in those areas. Reason number two that you quit and I think this is it might hit a couple of nerves but I'm also going to speak from personal experience here is you are doing it for someone else and you are not doing it for yourself. I'll repeat that. You started your weight loss journey for someone else and not for yourself. And the moment you're doing it for someone else, you seek external validation. And when you don't get it from them, you tend to quit. And I know that is so true because I was, a lot of the times in my failed attempts, I was doing it for someone else. And you know, when I didn't get the comments of, oh, you're doing well, or oh, wow, you know, you look amazing from those people that I was doing it for, I was like, what is the fucking point of really doing this? And it's only when I did it for myself, and I was like, fuck everyone else, I'm doing this for me because I want to be happier, I want to be healthier, I want to be more comfortable, along with a load of other reasons why I wanted to do it for me and that's the time that it stuck and I was seeking no recognition from anyone else no validation from anyone else I didn't jump into it because someone called me fat or because someone said to me I must go on a diet or whatever the case was I did it because I made the decision to do it now a lot of the times I see people starting their weight loss expedition because either their partner has mentioned something about their body to them or a close friend, a work colleague or a family member and immediately that sparks the oh oh my goodness I need to lose weight if these people are going to stay in my life. So again you must remember you're not doing it for yourself, you're doing it for someone else. And the moment that they maybe they don't support you, maybe they don't acknowledge that you're doing it, maybe they don't give you the feedback that you're expecting them to give you, that's the moment where you're like, what is the actual fucking point of doing this? Because they're not even interested in what I'm doing, even though they had a problem with how I looked. So always remember, do it for yourself because you want to better yourself. You want to change for you right? You don't want to change because someone else has requested you to change. Number three, you are focused on the outcome goal, not the process goal. You want the outcome more than what you want, the benefits of change. Listen to that again. You are focused on the outcome goal, which is the number on the scale, not the process goals, which are your non-scale Goals, victories that are not related to the scale and are related on the health benefits you are getting from 
change. When you forget about those because you are only focused on the outcome goal, the number on the scale, it becomes very difficult to stick or to adhere to the plan because you don't see any benefit of doing so. When you are setting up your goals, always, always list process goals, things that you want to achieve, things like sleeping better, things like reduced heartburn, things like being able to walk up the stairs without getting out of breath, things like just being more comfortable, more confident. All of those things are your non-scale victories to get out there, to enjoy your walk, to smash those steps, to drink more water. Those are your habits. Those are your process victories or goals. One of my members actually said to me, we were having a chat the other day and she said to me, Mandy, my daughter asks me, when can we go for a walk? And this is something she never used to do. And I'm like, can you see that that is a massive non-scale victory because you, without even knowing it, your changes have inspired your daughter to want to get active as well. And no number on that fucking scale will ever come close to the victory of inspiring those close to you and family members and especially your children to live a healthier lifestyle. Number four, and this is a pretty obvious one, but it happens so, so, so much, is you may have unrealistic expectations. Now, unrealistic expectations are rigid. They don't leave room for changing circumstances, for flexibility, or for anything that may incorporate some enjoyment into this plan as well. And when you have unrealistic expectations, a lot of the times when it's difficult, because it is difficult to live up to those expectations, you give up because it's like, oh, well, I didn't lose 10 kilograms in one month. So what is the point of doing this? So again, your expectations need to be realistic. It really has to be realistic. You need to accept the fact that this is a lifelong journey. Accept the fact that there are going to be weight fluctuations and that it is going to take some time and it's not going to happen overnight. Another thing that could potentially happen is you set these expectations and then your actions don't necessarily align with your expectations. So the thing with that is if you know you enjoy going out on the weekends and including your fun foods and your beers and things like that, you need to set your expectations accordingly. Be real with yourself. Be honest with yourself. That for me is so important. And say, you know what? I am going to have these fun foods. It is adding enjoyment to my plan. It's helping me adhere to the plan. But then I also need to know that it's going to take a little bit longer. So set your expectations accordingly. You can't be eating fun foods every single day. I mean, you can if you want to. But 
You can't be doing that every single day and then expect to lose 10 kilograms in a month, right? So it's so important to be honest with yourself and to be real with yourself, have that talk and then set your expectations accordingly. And that brings me to my next point, point number six, which is the opposite extreme is you could potentially be over restricting yourself where you have cut out absolutely every single piece of enjoyment in your life from food to social life to gatherings to etc and it's very very difficult to adhere to that then after a month of not seeing your friends and family not having a chocolate not having a glass of wine you eventually crack you eventually break and you're like fuck this shit this isn't for me so you do need to add some enjoyment some fun foods into your plan so that it's bearable so that you do find enjoyment in it and so that you can adhere to the plan always remember though there's that fine line so like I said with setting up your expectations is you want to add some fun foods but you also want to restrict a certain amount of fun food so that you can continue seeing results but don't overly restrict everything where it means that it's very 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 difficult to adhere to reason number seven why a lot of people quit is that they you don't believe in yourself you don't believe that you are capable of doing this and i'm going to tell you now success starts with you planting that thought in your mind or telling yourself that you can indeed do this think back to the times where you've had to do difficult things you've had no other fucking choice but to do it and you managed to successfully do it think back to the day where you started a job a new job you walked in there possibly with imposter syndrome and you're like why why did they employ me and you're like am I even capable of doing this shit look how many new things I must learn am I going to understand the systems that this company uses and look at you now a couple of years down the line you are a fucking master at what you do you can do that job in your sleep so why is it any different when it comes to your diet your nutrition your weight loss expedition your health expedition yes it's difficult but so was walking into that new job on day one but you managed to succeed in doing it because number one you had no other choice but to do it and number two you know what you fucking believed in yourself because you knew i had done something similar in the past and i was fucking capable of doing it now the thing with weight loss though is maybe you have failed in the past and maybe that's why you don't believe in yourself but like i mentioned in point number one failure is not final so you need to learn from that failed attempt in the past and say why why did it fail was it too restrictive was i impatient that is actually the next point but ask yourself why it didn't work and then say you know what i'm fucking better than that i can push through i'm stronger so better was a, not a great word stronger you are more capable than you believe that you are 
and to push through those hard times, you can, you can do it. You just mustn't doubt yourself. You must push through and you must do it and believe in yourself as you do it. And the moment you doubt yourself, take a step back and actually ask yourself, hey, Sally, why? Why am I doubting myself? What is the actual reason why I'm having doubt? And write it down if you must, so that you can work through and say, you know what, fuck that. I'm stronger than the strongest piece of doubt in my bones. And you believe in yourself and you will see how much you are capable of doing. We as humans give ourselves too little credit. That I can tell you now. So, and again, maybe it comes from the fact that you're not celebrating those non-scale victories right? So it feels like maybe you're not capable of doing anything because you're only focused on the outcome goal. So again, that is why it is so important to focus on those process goals so that you can show yourself exactly what you have done and what you are capable of doing. And then the last point, point number eight is impatience. There is so much impatience when it comes to this journey. You want to be 100% better overnight. And very few people are okay with being only 1% better every single day. And I remove that word only because 1% better every single day adds up to a shit load of betterness. Is that even a word? Over time. But you are not focused on over time. You are potentially focused on overnight. And when you don't see changes overnight, like, oh, well, I don't even have time for this. But I ask you, is time not going to pass anyway? So if you give up, that time is still going to pass. And three months down the line, you might start a new diet. But if you had continued pushing through and been okay with that 1% better every day, you would have already made so much progress because that time is going to pass anyway. If you want to be successful in anything that you do, you have to be willing to play the long game. You have to get used to doing the same things on a daily basis, even though they seem a little bit boring, even though they seem like, oh, what's the point of doing this? You have to be willing to play the long game and to repeat the same things on a daily basis to create those habits and to see the change. And most people don't want to do this. They want glamour. They want overnight success. The search, if you are searching for instant gratification, that is when you most likely quit. You need to start practicing working on being okay with delayed gratification. Many people just look at someone who has been successful and think, oh, overnight success. But you don't actually know or realize what progress looks like at the end of the day. And there's a sentence in the book from James Clear, Atomic Habits, that really stood out for me. And it goes as follows. Breakthrough moments are often the result of many previous actions, which build up the potential required to unleash a major change. Change can take years before it all happens at 
once. And I always say to everyone I work with, I'm like, success is just around the corner. You just don't know which corner. You have to keep pushing. You have to keep doing those things on a daily basis, the change, the habits on a daily basis. And eventually one day it's going to be like, boom, there it is. And most people give up just before success is about to hit. So remember, you may not see progress today. You may not see progress tomorrow. After a month, there may be a small amount of progress. But always remember that that progress adds up to the end result. The progress that you are seeking can't all happen at once. It's going to take some time. It's going to feel like it's taking longer than what it maybe should But that's just the fucking way that it works. And again, don't be so impatient that you give up just before that success was about to hit. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. Again, if you're feeling kind today or generous, please drop me a rating or review or share this with Auntie Sally. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep smiling, keep laughing and keep being kind to one another. Much love your friend who had several failed attempts at weight loss but did not give up and became successful, Mandy.